I'm hot for teacher. We thought we were done. We thought we were finished. We thought we would never talk about a movie minute by minute again. But we were wrong. Join us as we get to know the cast next door. Welcome to the cast next door, where we love your mother's cookies. Every episode, we talk about one more minute of the boy next door. And with me today, discussing minute sixty-four, is Jesse Cooper. Howdy. And Jim Harper. Hi. <laughs> You'll have to listen to the previous three minutes to know why that was so funny. But trust me, it's hilarious. All right, so minute sixty-four, we are here. A conversation between Claire, our our heroine, and her best friend, the wide-mouthed Vicky, played by Kristen Chenoweth, who's a lovely woman, and I'm sorry. And uh, they are talking about uh, why Vicky didn't come to help sooner, and what are we gonna do now? Hmm. What did you guys? Uh, what are your thoughts about this minute? Uh, like the last one, barely anything happened. <laughs> but, like, I worry how many of these episodes are going to involve people beginning with an excuse of, you know, not really much happens during this minute. I do have a note on this one that says, this minute is also lame. I don't know if that's helpful. <laughs> <laughs> that should just be the ep- it's a It's a it's a 30-second episode where it's just Jim saying, this minute is also lame. <laughs> well, as we pointed out in the in the previous minute, that Claire reveals this photo of herself with Noah, you know, yes, in in flagrante, and Vicky looks at it and is kind of taken aback, but not as upset as you might think she would be. And then she's like, "Oh, but there's also a video," and Vicky's like, "Oh." <gasps> It's like, well, yeah, there's multiple <laughs> forms of media that this was captured. And I was like, well, that's a, that's a whole different thing now. Like, like we've like, got to really take care of this. What's the next? The next thing is Claire says, he burned it onto a DVD, and yeah. then Vicky says, oh my god, and then Claire says, and a laser disc, <gasps> and then Vicky just collapses on the floor. And she can't breathe. Oh my god, also a laser disc. <laughs> Just the idea of these <laughs> existing in multiple formats just blows her mind. Plus, I think he's got iCloud. <laughs> Vicky just didn't know they were moving pictures. She's like, is it a talkie? You know, like, that's the thing you miss in the love scene since we didn't cover that minute, is that the uncle is off in the corner, and you keep hearing the like the bang of the flash powder exploding <laughs> to take the pictures. And, like, she keeps looking up like, what is that? And he's like, never mind the noise. And you hear the old man just in the corner going like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was just my version. I don't know. Vicky has a good question. What what the hell have you been thinking? <laughs> why why have you waited this long? And Claire says that that her she has her response in this minute. No, I thought I could handle it. Well, she, clearly she can't. <laughs> no, no, Claire, no, it's not going to blow over. I pretty much the only thing I got put down for this minute in my notes was what was the plan, and. I just, I really don't, because, like, Claire should have done something by now. At least with, like, his stalkerish tendencies and everything. She could have called the police on that. She also has proof that, you know, he's been stalking her and everything. 
No, I, I, I would like Claire – so before, in, in previous minute, Claire broke it down for no. was like, what do you think is going to happen now? And she gives him the Miss Cross speech. What do you think is going to happen from Rushmore? What do you think is going to happen now? Are we going to, like, date? Are we going to be a family? You're going to, like, adopt Kevin? Like, what do you think is going to happen? Um, and really, I, I want to hear that speech from Kristen Chenoweth. Like, what did you think was going to happen? He was going to all of a sudden go, oh, you're right. That's silly of me. And then it's all going to just go away. Yeah, I think it's like, I don't know, maybe if I would over, overlook this while watching the movie, it's like, I mean, the, you know, the biggest motivation should be for her is that like her husband was a shit and, you know, was off having affairs and she's kind of, you know, she's clearly a very attractive woman and has kind of not had a love life which is the whole motivation of her friend setting her up on terrible dates. <laughs> but like, you know, like that should be enough of the motivations. Like, well, this guy is the most physically attractive person she's seen in a really long time. Not like, you know, her husband is a very handsome man as well, mm. but like, no, he is. Well, he's, he's, he's older guy, handsome. Like, well, I mean, he's, he's the he's same racist. age as she is. <laughs> yeah. But, but I mean, she's JLo. Right. But, um, you know, so like the motivation is like, you know, why can't a woman just get a piece, right? I mean, she should have, the motivation is that she should at least have a couple tickets to pull on that one. <laughs> she like, would like some hot boy back, store action. You know, to get, yeah, to, but I don't know. Yeah, her, like, what are you doing having sex with a, like a little kid? But maybe, I don't know, maybe it's because he's a student and Vicky has. He is know. 34. <laughs> no, he's even, I mean, even here, he's like at least 19. Though I still imagine it would be a fireable offense to have sex with one of your. Well, I think they mentioned that at some point um, in this minute where uh, Vicky was saying, um, I won't let them fire you for this. Um, yeah, she says, she says, uh nothing is this is not no, no one's gonna find out even claire says yeah she's like she's she's gonna protect claire which i mean i think is the first time she's done anything that shown any form of friendship towards her this whole movie yeah it's it's a stupid decision i not not to not that not that protecting claire is stupid but i, but I mean like being her friend is is good but like she should be saying, wake up, Claire, wake up. We should go to the police. Uh, well, she this... must have a great plan in mind. That's what you can kind <laughs> of get out of this. She's clearly a very conniving vice, princi vice principal. Yeah, well, we say, you know, see the great plan that she comes up with is to drive away from the school. So, well, yeah, and our next, <laughs> our, ne our, our end of our minute, after Vicky vows this video will not see the light of day. Uh, we see cars ominously pulling away from school, and and one car looks like Claire's car, and then one car looks like Noah's car. But the very incredibly tense music tells us things may not all be what they seem. In this scene also uh, keeps in the theme of very abrupt uh, cinematography changes. The the, the style of the style of the film seems to definitely switch when it goes between indoor and outdoor. I think in the four uh, minutes that we've done, um, there has been three very disruptively different scene changes that had almost no lead into or like 
It was just like bam, bam. Like it was, it was smash cuts. Well, we're talking about. I mean, this this is this is director. This is uh, this is the man who brought you the Mummy Three. I mean, <laughs> he's he's known as an. I keep saying that. Like I like he, he's done action movies. I really like. He did Triple uh, X, the first, the Fast and the Furious. Um, you know, uh, he's done. Um, he can do action scenes. And it does seem like his his indoor uh, talkies are are a little um, a, a little bit on the on the boring side of the way they're shot. It's not incredibly exciting. Whereas uh, you know he shoots like stuff moving around outside pretty well. Yeah, yeah it, like it, really it... slow car chases. <laughs> this is a surprisingly <laughs> yeah. This is like a very suburban car chase coming up. But it does look great though. I mean. Like just like the the angles and stuff he got in the cars and stuff. Like he managed to make he managed to make tension out of like very slow pulling out of school traffic. It's very true. There people are are pulling in front of students, pulling out of school, and it it is very and a good use of music. It is very tense. I like the way like the the he's like it's like a, it's a crane shot I think, and he has the crane kind of going up. As the cars are speeding away. Unfortunately, though, once they're like basically once they're off school grounds, our minute is over, and we will have to leave that to minute sixty-five of the cast next door. We are we are out of our time. Is there anything what else you guys? Strong, strong minute. <laughs> <laughs> Was there anything else you guys wanted to say about about our our final minute together of uh, of the boy next door? I, I wish something happened. <laughs> <laughs> It does make me want to go watch other J Lo movies. <laughs> I I want to rewatch The Cell. Uh, Darren told me that. Um, oh, I can't remember. She did one a little like not as long ago that he said was very good. I don't know what Darren said. I <laughs> come on, you were there. Um, no, there was something else he mentioned that was really good. I I think it might have been um, Out of Sight. Oh yeah, Out of Sight was very great. good. Yeah, I watched Made of Manhattan a couple of times. <laughs> I, I don't know if I could recommend it. The only the only J Lo joint I have seen outside of uh, I saw Anaconda, um, which is terrible, but a fun terrible movie. Um, and I, Ants isn't really. I mean, she's a voice, but uh, is yeah, is the J Lo and Out of Sight plays uh, Karen Sisko. So like she plays if you're familiar at all with like the Elmore Leonard stuff. So it's like the same character that. Um, oh no, I'm drawing a blank. That uh, another actress later. Had a TV show and then appeared on. That's okay. This is all going to get bored. <laughs> but it's a, yeah, it's a, a Sin City and Spy Kids. Is uh, J- uh, Jessica, Jessica Alba. Alba? Uh, no, old older, like same age as Jennifer Lopez. Um, is, is that the actress who's going to be in the Bond movie? <laughs> also, no, no, she's American. <laughs> oh wait, okay, sorry. This is the, the worst <laughs> tangent. <laughs> Not only went nowhere, also there was nothing on it. <laughs> um, I'm looking to see who else. I clicked on Karen Cisco as a Karen. I'm looking to see who else played Karen. Uh, it's Carla Gugino. Carla Gugino is on or an G- episode of Justified. Carla Gugino? I don't know. I can't remember how she says her name. But yeah, so anyway. Gugino. <laughs> Just laying on a phony bony Italian accent, is he? But yeah, I see. She looks kind of J-Lo-ish, actually. Yeah, so it's like that same type. But again, Out of Sight is a great movie. 
um, and uh, by a director who's much better at doing like dramatic. Polls. As is the boy next door. The boy next door is wonderful. I love this movie. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> you heard it here. Ten out of ten. Would watch again. It is. It is not. Uh, it is not great cinema, but it is a really good job at being a kind of a kind of fun cheap thriller. This. Uh, these four minutes that we've done reminds reminded me how much of this movie I've forgotten. It turns <laughs> out the last 15 minutes and the few car chases are enough for me to just forget how boring this movie could get. Really the first like half hour and then the, and then like a little bit in the middle and like, you know, like the 40, 45 minute mark. And then the last like 20 minutes, 15 minutes are really good. And there's some dross in the middle. Yeah, there's a lot. This has been The Cast Next Door. I have been your host, the improbably named Park Parkinson. And with me has been Jesse Cooper. Bye. Jesse, do you have anything <laughs> you want to plug? Uh, well, I just remembered something. I have a Snapchat that I never use. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I could plug that. It's Marvelous Mooch with no space. And Jim Harper. Hi. Um, you can still find me on Twitter at uh, Johnny Feisty. And if you want to check out my podcast, it's called TV Copilot. It's on iTunes and everything. It's about a guy trying to do a podcast about TV shows. I will also plug Jim's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, we are all pro Jim's podcast, which does sound very enjoyable. Check out Jim's podcast and also listen to more of The Cast Next Door. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank Bye. You. Thank you. Thank you for listening to A Talking Cast Presents The Cast Next Door. I've been your host, Park Parkinson. My guests were Jesse Cooper and Jim Harper. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at First ED Iliad. All one word. Download new episodes from thecastnextdoor.wordpress.com or subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. Artwork by Josh Hollis. Edited by Darren Husted. Produced by Darren Husted. Executive producers, Park Parkinson. The Boy Next Door is owned by Blumhouse, Smart Entertainment, Nurikin, and Universal Pictures. No infringement is intended. Copyright 2015. All rights reserved. This is a first edition?